Tonight, you folks at home and we here in the Coliseum will watch history in the making. The first game ever for the Minnesota Timberwolves. This is The Howl, brought to you by the Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio. Nothing But Net is a channel like no other, featuring all teams and all topics on everybody's favorite sport, basketball. The Howl is also a proud member of CLNS Media Network and can be found on clnsmedia.com, as well as Podient, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. The Howl is also produced with thanks to our wonderful supporting partners, Rhymesayers Entertainment, the pinnacle of underground hip-hop worldwide, Studio 23, where passion reigns supreme, and Isabel Street Heat, adding a bit of spice into your everyday life. All audio equipment on The Howl is brought to you by Rode Microphones, studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. I am the Space Jam 11s of the radio world, your host, Kevin Draves. To my right is Aaron Flu Game 12's Grove. Sean, the producer of the show, and to my left is none other than Rob Bugs Bunny 8's Hess, who is the jack of all trades for the program. First quarter tonight is Rob's Mock Draft 5.0. Tonight we will also be interviewing Mark Wallen, who is the co-host of The Courtroom and co-founder of The5x5.com. He will be on to talk all things NBA Draft. Second quarter tonight we are joined by Jordan from Go96.3. He's also the producer of a couple tracks off the new Dwine L. Roland album, Young Roland, which you can find on iTunes and other streaming services. We will be talking music and all things Timberwolves. Third quarter is our 2K All Day segment. This week is rebuilding the Wolves around Andrew Wiggins. Will the Wolves be as successful with Maple Jordan as the centerpiece as they were with Townsend Butler? This week, we are giving away a copy of NBA 2K18 for Xbox One or PS4. All that's required of you is that you're in the United States, subscribe to the show on iTunes, and leave a rating and a review with this week's keyword. Fourth quarter, as always, leads off with the Howell Hardwood history, followed by Can Kevin Cousy. Quarter three on the howl. This is our 2K all day segment. Again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. Here in our third quarter, we like to focus on everything 2K, hence 2K all day. What we've done in the past, this is going to be part three of a series we've been doing 
where we rebuild the Timberwolves surrounded, or I guess you should say, with the centerpiece being one of the quote-unquote big three. So we already did Carl Anthony Towns. He was able to win a championship. We might go back to see if he can become a dynasty. Uh, last most recent one we did was Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, unfortunately, at least where we left off, was not able to win a championship, but he did make it to the Western Conference Finals. So not a bad feat. So this week we are starting with the Andrew Wiggins centered rebuild. So for anyone that hasn't listened to the other segments, we start off with trading away the other players. So in this instance, obviously Towns, Butler, and then we can trade away any of the other pieces. Now, the key thing to remember is that it is a rebuild and it is centered around Wiggins. So anything we take back cannot be a superstar. So when we're trading Towns, when we're trading Butler, unfortunately, we are a bit limited as to what we can take back because we want Wiggins to be the centerpiece to see how that would could possibly go in real life. So we'll start off with Carl Towns. Now, one thing we've had in the past, and it does come up again here, when you try to trade Carl Towns, you get offered Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. And that's a bit of a, a challenge to me because the issue with those two is that I do think you're kind of getting someone that's already solidified. I'm a huge Donovan Mitchell fan. Maybe he's not a bona fide superstar yet, but I do think grabbing a player like him is cheating a bit. So what we're going to do is we're going to take the same trade we actually took with the Jimmy Butler rebuild when we traded Carl Towns, and that's Carl Anthony Towns for Devin Booker and TJ Warren. I think we're going to we're going to go this route. So we are going to take that trade. So it's going to be Jimmy Butler for an unprotected Phoenix first and Dragon Bender. I think that could be a good option. And Dragon Bender is still sitting at only 20 years old. So you're getting a nice young piece. Looking ahead, let's see who else we have to move. Now again, after we traded Butler and after we traded Carl Towns, there's no one else necessarily that has to be traded. But again, there's a lot of players on this team, whether it's Jeff Teague or other veterans that when you're doing a rebuild, they just don't make a lot of sense. And you, and you really aren't going to have them long term. So it makes uh, a lot of sense to try to move them if you can. Of course, Jeff Teague, his value isn't exactly jumping off the page. And again, sometimes you get offers that are maybe the players are a little bit too big name and that that poses a little bit of an issue. Isaiah Thomas uh, has been offered, but we'd have to give up Justin Patton, which in a rebuild, you don't want to give up one of your best uh, young assets. Not a lot of great options. We do have a uh, Mason Plumley we could get along with the first round pick, which isn't bad just because you're getting that extra piece in the pick. But he's making quite a bit of money uh, Tyson Chandler in a pick But again when you traded uh, Phoenix Carl Towns that makes it a little tough to want to make A deal with them because you're not getting much for Value uh, JJ Redick is another option uh, For a player you get on a but we'd have to give up A second round pick which is not ideal Again if we can save Some salary that would definitely be One of the main things we would look to do uh, Patrick Beverly and Austin Rivers For Aaron Brooks and Jeff Teague is, is, is A trade I definitely like Again, we got offered Hassan Whiteside, but I do think that's a, a too big of a name if you're doing a rebuild. I don't think it's fair to, to, to grab a guy like him. Man, you know, the problem is you don't have a lot of offers that you love. You know, Isaiah Thomas, I would I would take him, but you're giving up Justin Patton, and they're expecting you to take Luol Deng, which is an incredibly lopsided trade in favor of the Lakers. And we're not trying to, you know, kill ourselves in this rebuild. We still want to be able to have nice pieces. 
You know, I think what we're going to do is I'm going to do the Mason Plumley trade to get that first round pick. Mason Plumley does have a little bit of an albatross contract, three years, 41 million, but he is a decent player. And when you're losing towns, you do need someone that can help uh, soften the blow, at least a bit in terms of that position, in terms of flexibility. So we're going to make that trade. And it gives us a uh, the Denver Nuggets trade from the for the 2020 season. So that's also nice because that gives you another piece for other trades. So in terms of trying to find value later on, let's see. So Taj Gibson, we can see what we can get offers for him. Again, with a guy like Taj Gibson, uh, he's able to contribute if you need him to. So it's not like you have to trade him. But if you embrace that youth movement, it makes a lot of sense to maybe go a different route. And again, if someone's willing to maybe offer us a a pick and a piece, uh, something like that would make a lot of sense. In fact, I think the trade we're going to end up doing is right here. So uh, Wesley Wundu and Bismarck Biombo for Taj Gibson and Marcus Georges Hunt. Looking at what else is being offered, that's by far going to be our best option, it looks like. Yeah, nothing else is really jumping off the page. Most people want us to give up a little too much. Or you're getting players back in return that make a little too much. You know, for example, uh, we've been offered uh, Jan Mahini, Jan Mahini, and a first-round pick, but you got to take on that forty-eight million dollar contract, which is a little rough. But you do get a first-round pick in the deal. In fact, I think you know what we're going to embrace full rebuild. We are going to take that trade, even though we're taking on Jan Mahini's large contract. I like the idea of having a future first-round pick. Uh, we can add to that. So I think that's actually a pretty good deal. Although they want us to include a second round pick as well. That's unprotected. And I think for me, I'm not willing to give up that in addition. I think that's, that's just adding too much value to a team that wants us to take on such a large deal. So looking at the options again, I think that's going to be our best option. And that's what we'll go with is uh, Bismarck Biombo and Wesley Wundu for Taj Gibson and Marcus Georges Hunt. And so we made that trade. There's still some other pieces on this team. Now, again, when you're doing a rebuild, it's nice to keep uh, all the young pieces intact if you can. So uh, guys such as Tyus Jones, Justin Patton, you do your best to hold on to them if you can. We will look to try to trade uh, Gorgie Jang just because, again, we're talking about Albatross contracts. That's definitely one you want to move on from. And he wasn't very productive this last season in real life. So I don't think when you're doing a rebuild, he's a name that's going to come to mind as a guy you want to keep long term. Well, there's a few decent uh, options for trades. One that I, again, they're trying to trade is Jan Mahinmi. We definitely got less offers in this instance uh, for Gorgie Jang, and that's not surprising because he makes so much money. It makes it a little more difficult to trade him. Uh, We're going to go with uh, Gorgie Jang and Emil Jefferson for Dorian Finney-Smith, just 24 years old, a 72, and we also get Jonathan Motley. So you get a small forward and a power forward. Both guys are relatively young. They don't make a lot of money, and if a team's willing to take on Gorgie Jang for that, I am exactly okay with that. We'll see what else we have in terms of players that we want to kind of move on from. Uh, We do have Derek Rose. Again, we don't want him necessarily if it's not the worst thing in the world if you keep him but just given that he doesn't have a ton of value and you're not going to keep him long term there's no there's no reason to keep him there's no reason to hold on to a guy that's not going to be here long term andrew harrison's a decent decent option 22 years old a 75 overall especially if our goal is to stay young 
looking at some of the other offers, there's not anything that necessarily jumps off the page. Uh, Glenn Robinson III is a decent player, and you could get him. He's young. Uh, he's familiar with the franchise, obviously. Yeah, I think based on what we're looking to do, uh, George's Papianis is another nice option uh, who obviously could help us long term, considering he is as young as he is. And in fact, here we go. This is the trade. Uh, Chris McCullough and a first round pick for Derrick Rose in a second from the Wizards. That is a no brainer. That is a team that did uh, target him when he was a free agent. So that makes a lot of sense that they'd want him here on 2K as well. A few more trades to make, and then we'll have a more finalized roster from what we started with on this uh, Andrew Wiggins-centric rebuild. Again, you're listening to the third quarter on The Howl. This is Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Looking at the pieces we still want to move on from, Aaron Brooks and Cole Aldrich. We're going to see if we can package them together, move on from them, and hopefully get something that's not going to you know hurt us too much. Uh, and a trade that's been pretty... We've had pretty good luck with in the past Boban Marjanovic and Juwan Evans. Juwan Evans is a decent player. He does get pretty good in this game. So we're going to actually make that trade. So Aaron Brooks and Cole Aldrich for Boban Marjanovic, Kevin's guy and Juwan Evans. And that's a nice uh, trade in order to move on from some players that you really don't have much value for and much need for uh, long term. Let's see who else we have. And, and to be honest, that's pretty, that's pretty much all we need to do at this point. Uh, we've had pretty good luck in this game with Nemanja Bielitsa holding on to him. Doesn't make a ton of money, which is nice. Actually, I take that back. The last guy we are going to move would be Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford is someone we definitely want to move off from if we can. Even though it's just a one-year deal, there's no reason to keep him on the team when you're not going to be giving him minutes anyways. And he's not going to be part of your future plans. So there's going to be better options as far as guys that are going to take up a roster spot. Even if you go with some sort of a veteran, I just don't think that what we want is a guy like Jamal Crawford on the team. I just don't think he fits kind of the vision we're going for. There's also some decent players that we can get. Uh, CJ Miles is one that kind of fits the criteria of what we're looking for in a trade, and he's not making a ton of money. Some of the players that were being offered, unfortunately, they want us to take on uh, you know more expensive pieces or they want us to give up picks and that's definitely not the direction that we're looking to go and you also want to make sure that you're not getting too lopsided in terms of positions so i think a good option for us just in terms of what we're trying to build here we're going to go and trade uh, jamal crawford for vince carter again we've had good luck with vince carter in the past i think he can help with some of these younger players uh, nope. In fact, you know what we'll do? We're going to grab Doug McDermott, Doug McBuckets. We've had pretty good luck with him in some of the past simulations we've done, and we'll grab that. So let's take a look at the full roster now that we're sitting with. So we remember this is a Andrew Wiggins centric rebuild for the Timberwolves. We have Devin Booker, TJ Warren, Andrew Wiggins, Mason Plumley, Nemanja Bielitsa, Boban Marjanovic, Tyus Jones, Bismarck Biombo, Dragon Bender, Dorian Finney Smith, and Doug McDermott. Jonathan Motley, Justin Patton, Chris McCullough. We did keep Anthony Brown, Wesley Wundu, and Juwan Evans round out the roster. So we're sitting pretty, I think, uh, in start of this rebuild. So what we'll do now is we will go through and get us to the trade deadline and we'll take a look at 
that point and see where the Wolves are sitting. All right, sitting at the trade deadline, and the Wolves are sitting at 27 and 30. They are out of the playoff picture, but only by a game. Uh, the Spurs are sitting at 27 and 29 and are actually the eight seed currently. So we're right in there. I don't know what I was expecting necessarily from this roster, but I would say at least a little bit, they've definitely overperformed some of my expectations. Now, one thing I will try to do is move on from certain players. Mason Plumlee is not a guy you definitely want long term. If we can find the right deal, I think it makes a lot of sense to move on from that $41 million contract and maybe get someone that's a little younger or someone at least that's making less money that can be a little more affordable long term and maybe actually would be young enough uh, to help us long term. I know Mason Plumlee is only 27 years old, but I don't know that he's the ideal option for what we're trying to build here. Although looking at some of the trade offers, it does look like he is going to be our best option. There's the stuff that we're getting offered is just is is not really what we're we're really fitting our system. Uh, Boban, sorry Kevin, but we'll definitely look to move on from him if we can. Again, not making a ton of money, but two years, fourteen million. That's money we could definitely spend elsewhere and uh, use the money more productively. But again, you have to find the right deal. Looking at what we're being offered, there's not a lot of great options, although we were offered a second-round pick and uh, a young-ish center from the Atlanta Magic, uh, Kem Birch, and uh, a 22nd-round pick might be a pretty good option. Nick Stauskas is another name we've been offered. I do think getting that second-round pick would be a nice option. And since we are trying to rebuild here, it's not the worst thing to miss the playoffs in this season. So hurting the chemistry a little bit by trading Boban I think is going to be a a beneficial thing to do long-term. Heck, and it's the NBA. Who doesn't love tanking? So the Virtual Wolves here on 2K will decide to tank uh, a bit at least and maybe lower some of that chemistry in fact this is a good time to bring out our keyword now remember each week we have a keyword if you live in the united states make sure you go on to itunes you can use that keyword and what we want you to do is rate us on itunes leave a review and in that review you would leave the keyword this week's keyword is going to be chemistry uh, c-h-e-m-i-s-t-r-y chemistry is going to be the keyword again if you live in the united states you are then eligible to win a copy of 2k18 for xbox one or ps4 and that's if you go on to itunes leave us a rating and a review with the word chemistry so we are going to make that trade we have traded boban to the orlando magic so they can take him off our hands we'll see who else is available via trade maybe of the guys that we have that we don't necessarily want long term i think one guy we could look to move just because I don't think we necessarily want him around in terms of center depth would be Bismarck Biombo. It'd be nice to get minutes to Justin Patton if we can. Unfortunately, a lot of the trade offers are not exactly what we're looking for. You're getting guys that make more money. You're getting guys that maybe would be older and aren't going to necessarily help us out long term. Uh, one trade that we've been offered that's pretty nice actually would be Joe Harris uh, for Bismarck Biombo and a second round pick. We're definitely saving some money, and I think he's a guy that would actually be able to contribute a little a little better for us. In fact, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do uh, Bismarck Biombo and a second round pick for Joe Harris. I like his shooting, pretty good defender, and I think long term he's going to be able to help us out a lot more than what we're currently working with Biz- with Bismarck. 
As far as the rest of the roster is concerned, I don't know that anyone else is really hurting us that much. And again, it would have been nice to move on from Mason Plumley, but the offers that you're getting for him just aren't worth taking on the extra pieces or the salary or giving up the draft picks just to move him. So here we will simulate the rest of the season and see how the Wolves finish. I'm going to give Andrew Wiggins some credit here. So again, we're doing the Andrew Wiggins-centric rebuild for the Timberwolves. The Wolves actually snuck in and made the playoffs as the eighth seed. Now, unfortunately, that does mean we would lose our pick to the Atlanta Hawks via that trade we made for uh, for Adrian Payne a number of years ago. But I'm I got to say I'm pretty shocked. I was not expecting us to make it. Let's look at we'll look at the player stats just to see kind of what he was able to do uh, and what some of the other players were able to do. So. You had uh, Devin Booker, who uh, definitely led the way, I would say, 25 points per game. Uh, you definitely got some re- almost almost five rebounds per game, which is pretty cool to see from him, and five assists. So, I mean, Devin Booker definitely ends up really giving you exactly what you would hope for from a player that's kind of up and coming, who, I, in my mind anyways, has not reached superstar status yet, but is obviously very close. The issue you run into with Devin Booker is he is currently injured, so we're about to start the playoffs. He has a sprained right toe. Andrew Wiggins gets you just under 18 points a game, almost five rebounds a game, which is a huge improvement from him, and then almost three assists per game. So you're definitely getting some nice jump in. You're getting some nice contributions from Andrew Wiggins and some of those other bench players. So here we are. We're going to simulate through uh, the playoff series here. We are going up against the wa- the Warriors, unfortunately. So I, it does not bode well, especially when our best player or one of our best players is hurt, and we do get swept, unfortunately. So this will actually take us into the offseason. The Warriors do end up winning the championship in our first season. And again, now we move into the offseason. Just like in previous simulations, we will start off with the league meetings just to see if there's anything that happens in this simulation that is noteworthy. Uh, Nothing did get accepted. Everything was rejected. The closest thing to being accepted would have been to change the Rising Stars Challenge to 11 players per team. Again, that's really just not something that matters that much to us. So we do move on to the draft lottery. Again, unfortunately, we do lose our pick to the Hawks. So we were not able to actually uh, draft in the lottery. As far as our team is concerned, we did make the trade with Phoenix. The problem you run into with Phoenix is that, of course, they were better than they would have been had we not traded them Carl Towns. So they are actually giving us a pick that's not great, but not terrible, 18th. And then we do have the pick that we got that the Timberwolves got in the Ricky Rubio trade from the Utah Jazz ends up being the 24th pick. So we do have two picks in the first round of this draft, so it's going to be all that much more important to make sure we hit on those. And this is a very good draft. We did make sure to bring in the created draft class for the 2018 season, which is going to be very important for the Timberwolves because you're going to get some really good pieces Uh, for anyone that isn't aware of how good this draft is. I do suggest that you listen to past episodes or earlier on in this episode where we have my newest mock draft because you're going to be able to see just the quality and the depth uh, this draft has. Uh, We start off with uh, the next step, which would be staff signing. One of the first things we always make sure to do is get rid of Tom Thibodeau because 
for anyone that's not a Wolves fan and that's listening to this show for the first time, you need to understand that Tom Thibodeau is definitely not someone that is helping this franchise. So one of the first things we always do in a rebuild is we get rid of Tom Thibodeau because long-term Wolves fans and NBA fans in general, nobody wants him around. So we are going to replace him. Uh, the nice thing about in this scenario is Mike D'Antoni ends up being available. Obviously, we've seen what he's been able to do with the Rockets. And so in this simulation, we will grab Mike D'Antoni. And that is an immediate upgrade to the coaching position. So looking at him, hopefully we can grab him. And then we do have some other pieces that we want to add. There's uh, some nice options for uh, assistant coach, head coach, sorry, head scout and trainer are going to be other important positions that we want to fill. So what we're going to do here is we'll get these guys positions filled and then we'll jump ahead to the draft. Now, here we are at the draft and we're going to see what guys we're able to get at the two picks that we have. We're hoping that some guys fall in this. We've had some pretty good luck as far as development goes in this draft class with players like Miles Bridges. We've had really, we've been really fortunate with him. Now we have gotten 28 trade offers for our earlier pick, but we'll take we will take a look and see what exactly we've been offered but in many cases you're not getting much in terms of uh, good value for what you get offered here uh, right off the bat though we do get offered brandon mccoy uh, a center 72 overall and just 20 years of age that's actually a pretty good offer depending on what else is out there and depending on who's actually still available and who dropped to us we were offered Miles Plumlee in a first-round pick, so we could have both Plumlee brothers. I think I'm going to pass on that, though. Uh, Bam Adebayo actually was offered to us, uh, 20 years old, an 81 overall. I actually think that that is a trade we might actually just have to jump on. And in fact, looking at what else is available, in fact, we're not even going to look any further. Let's just do it. We're going to trade our first-round pick and Wesley Wundu for the 20 year old 81 overall bam out of bio i think that's a great option and we're making that trade all right and then we're coming up we're going to have another uh pick in the early 20s here which is going to be really important again if we can get someone that's able to drop to us there that'd be huge Again, the nice thing about 2K is that you are able to simulate to your picks. So you're not sitting on waiting for other teams necessarily to draft. Looking at, so here we are at pick 24, and we'll see what else gets offered to us. We get offered Brandon McCoy again, but again, we're going to decline that just because if we start taking on too many young centers, uh, there's not going to be much value for us. And it looks like that's probably the best option as far as we're concerned tyler lyden and a, a and a second round pick's not bad uh, frank jackson actually i really i, I like him as a, a potential but again we've already got some other young players at that position uh, a player that actually gets offered to us a lot in these scenarios has been chinanu anawaku and he's a decent player but again we have so many big men at a certain point you're kind of overextending yourself with one position We'll take a look and see who's actually available still from the prospect pool. Looking at uh, who's still available, we have Dante DiVincenzo, a player that I really like, uh, Leangelo Ball, Troy Brown. So actually, we've got some really talented players still available. The issue you run into sometimes with some of these, uh, the way they've done these uh, draft classes is you don't always have players as good as they are in real life and a lot of that is kind of personal preference for me as well so we'll see what their overall rankings are in fact we don't have anyone that's 
that's really that good. Mitchell Robinson is one of the top prospects. We've grabbed him in other ones. Uh, and while I'm a big fan of his, there's not much you can do with him in terms of value. So what we're going to do is we're going to grab a player that I really like in this draft in real life, which is Troy Brown. Even though he's a shooting guard and we don't necessarily need that, I do like the value here. And in terms of just learning how good he can get in this game, I think that's why another thing reason he's a good option. In real life, if the Wolves were to get Troy Brown, I'd be very pleased. You know, there's a number of names, players that the Wolves are going to have options at in real life at number 20. So I think it's cool to take someone that we actually could potentially take in real life uh, in this scenario. So looking at where we're at here, that's going to be the the end of this draft. I believe we have a second round pick. We're going to skip that for now, though. And we're just going to sim to the end to move on. And then we'll do the rest of the free agent period and the rest of the offseason. And we'll pick it up again at the start of next season. All right, so after the offseason, looking at what we have made here with the roster, we have Devin Booker, Andrew Wiggins, TJ Warren, Bam Adebayo, Ma Mason Plumley is still here, Nemanja Bialica, Tyus Jones, Joe Harris, Dragon Bender, EK Anabogu, Justin Patton, Troy Brown, Jawan Evans, and we did pick up Darren Williams actually uh, to a uh, longer term contract just in terms of having a third point guard, a veteran, and then Leangelo Ball, we actually got him. He was just 19 when we signed him, and we thought, why not take a chance on a guy that can shoot? And it makes it a little more interesting. We've taken him in past simulations. Uh, one thing we're going to try to do, though, is we are going to make an attempt to move on from Mason Plumley. But like we've had in the past, you know, we've had some issues with finding teams that are willing to take him on. In fact, a lot of teams want us to include a first-round pick. In fact, it looks like every single team that's willing to take him on wants a first-round pick in the deal, which we're not going to do. So we'll hold on to him. We're going to simulate now through the tr- to the trade deadline, I should say, and we're going to see how this team can do in year two of the Andrew Wiggins-centric rebuild. Again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This is quarter three, our 2K all-day segment on the Howl. So we're sitting at the trade deadline. The Wolves are 28 and 29. They are clinging to that eight seed at the moment in the Western Conference. One thing we did do at the trade deadline is we did end up moving Mason Plumlee for Andre Roberson. I feel like we can embrace the youth of some of our younger big men in Bam Adebayo and Justin Patton at this stage, which is nice. And it gives us a little more flexibility because we save $6 million as well. The length of their contracts is the same, both at two years, but this does give us a little wiggle room in terms of money. And so now we're just before we move on, we are going to try to do some contract extensions. Now, the only player that's actually available currently would be Tyus Jones. And we are going to see if we can sign him to a four year deal, which we could. And the nice thing is he has not done a lot for us yet, but he is our starting point guard. And we were able to get him at a pretty uh, decent value as far as uh, contracts are concerned currently. Now, trading Mason Plumlee is probably going to hurt us in the short term, but long term, we are probably going to have the nice option of uh, getting to see more from our young talent at that position, which I think is pretty important, obviously, when you're doing any sort of a rebuild. We have been offered some interesting trades also from around the league, whether that's for Andrew Wiggins, whether that's for some of the other young pieces. Uh, There are a number of teams that really tried hard to get Dragon Bender from us, but we did hold fast and keep him. Uh, By the way, Carl Anthony Towns ends up being the most improved player at the end of this season. Marvin Bagley is our rookie of the year. 
Looking at the rest of the accolades, unfortunately, the Wolves did not get any of those. We do finish as the eight seed again, though, a 38 and 44 record. Not exactly ideal, but we did make the playoffs. So 38 and 44, we are the eight seed and we are taking on the Warriors again, which is obviously less than ideal. Hopefully we can at least take one game, uh, maybe two. But unfortunately, we do end up getting swept. So at least through two years of an Andrew Wiggins centric rebuild, I would say that it has been a bit of a disappointment. All right, so picking up the Andrew Wiggins rebuild in the offseason, we start off like we have in the others with the league meetings. Again, with the league meetings, you're kind of hoping that something gets accepted that's actually going to help out the league long term. This is one of the most interesting league meetings I've actually ever seen. Uh, Four of the five items that were brought to the league meetings were approved uh goaltending has been eliminated which i don't know that i've ever seen that uh, as far as the draft lottery is concerned the top four picks are now done through the lotto the remaining picks are determined by team record long-term contracts to players nearing age 36 defer salary to hedge against salary cap implications that would result from early retirement And then lastly, decrease the shot clock to 20 seconds. So nothing too crazy necessarily other than, I mean, that goaltending rule is pretty crazy. The fact that you can just take it off the rim anytime because they haven't even gone to the European rule, which is, you know, once it's on the rim, it can be pulled off. This is just no goaltending entirely, which is crazy. And I would assume that would mean on both ends. So offensive and defensive goaltending. So uh, definitely a little crazy here. Uh, So now we move to the draft lottery. Now, we did make some trades in previous seasons. Unfortunately, none of those teams are in the lottery. And in fact, since we're not to the 2020 draft, I believe a lot of the picks that we were able to get in trades were for the 2020 season. So nothing affects us as far as the lottery is concerned. We ourselves do have the 15th pick since we did just sneak into the playoffs. So the 15th pick, not a bad pick to have, uh, whether you're in a a deep draft or in a, a weaker draft class, you're right in the middle there and you're going to be able to get a solid player at 15 in that first round so again uh, each season we are adding to the team using the draft classes that people have custom made so they're not made by 2k they are made by other uh, 2k users Uh, going into staff signing the only thing we need is an assistant gm so we'll just grab the top pick there because we do have a pretty large budget again for anyone that is not familiar in 2k when you're trying to get players or when you're trying to get staff it's always a good idea to go above asking just to ensure that you are a cut above the rest in terms of what you're actually offering and in this case we did get the the top assistant gm so we are moving now on to the draft. We will go through the draft process and then go through free agency, and we will come back at the end of the offseason and go over the roster and attempt one more season to see if we can do a little do a little better in the Wiggins rebuild. For anyone that didn't listen to previous episodes, under the Towns rebuild, in year two we did win the championship, and then via the Jimmy Butler rebuild we eventually made the Western Conference Finals. Again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This is is the 2k all day segment quarter three of the howl all right going into year three taking a look at the roster for this andrew wiggins centric rebuild for the wolves we have devin booker andrew wiggins bam Adebayo, tj warren tyus jones dragon bender 
We still have Nemanja Bialica. We drafted Troy Brown, E.K. Anabogu, Joe Harris. And then this offseason, we did pick up Quinn Cook. We have Justin Patton still, Juwan Evans. And we did pick up Danny Green. And to round out our bench, we do have Leangelo Ball. So that's how we're sitting at this stage. What we're going to do now is, like we've done in the previous seasons, we will take it and go through the trade deadline, take a look at where we're at, and see what we can do to improve and then make a run down the stretch because at this stage we have so many young players we're not necessarily in the rebuilding process anymore we have enough young players that we're able to kind of move to that next step well again we're sitting at the trade deadline here the wolves are 27 and 30 they are out of the playoffs Again, we have not been impressed with Andrew Wiggins' centric rebuild. We brought in Devin Booker. He's definitely our best player in this scenario. We have a lot of good young pieces, but a lot of good young pieces doesn't necessarily get you wins, and that's part of what we're seeing. Now, we do have some good solid veterans. We've got some good three-point shooters, good interior and perimeter defenders, so we've got some nice pieces, but at least as a whole, it has not worked out at this stage, just sitting at 27 and 30. Now we're going to simulate through the rest of the season. And at this point, just hoping that we find a way to make the playoffs and we'll see how that goes. All right. The Wolves finished the season 35 and 47. It is anything but pretty obviously we are able to say so far at least that an andrew wiggins centric rebuild is not the way to go uh coincidentally or, or funny the the bulls actually end up winning the finals this season with chris dunn as the mvp of all people so if that doesn't say everything about how this has gone for the wolves franchise in this simulation nothing else does we are going to go through and do one more scenario here or i should say one more season and off season just to see if we can write this ship all right so we are coming up on to the end of this week's third quarter on the howl 2k all day we might as well get to the keyword this week and for the keyword we're actually going to go with ball so b-a-l-l is the keyword again if you live in the united states leave a rating and a review on itunes for the howl radio and leave the word ball in the review and you are eligible to win a copy of 2k18 for ps4 or xbox one so you'd be entered into the contest to win again this week's keyword is ball and the reason we're going with that is look at the roster now so we have devin booker andrew wiggins bam Adebayo, tyus jones dragon bender troy brown ek anabogu Lamelo ball who we just drafted justin Patton, juan evans joe ingles sharif o'neal leangelo ball if you're understanding where we're at now, Adam Fitzgerald, Frederick Gerbeau, and then we do have an international prospect, Stefan Meyer. Now, I did actually try to rework the roster a little more and tried to grab Lonzo Ball to have all the Ball brothers, but unfortunately, in the 2K-verse, we do not have their father, who probably would have stepped in and made it happen somehow. We offered a bevy of first round picks and solid players but they did deem him untouchable so we were not able to make that happen but still a good roster going forward so again we'll simulate to the trade deadline and at that point we'll see where we're at finish off the season and then we will go ahead and end this week's third quarter again you're listening to dash radio's nothing but net channel this is the howl 2k all day third quarter 
At the trade deadline, the Wolves in this Wiggins rebuild are sitting at 24 and 30. Uh, no shock, they are outside of the playoff picture at the moment. We are going to simulate through. We decided not to make any trades at the deadline as we've started to get some nice chemistry and starting to win a few more games, although the record doesn't necessarily show it, which is, a, which is part of the problem. Uh, at, this, at this point, we have not had the luck we were kind of hoping for in terms of uh, player development, in terms of team development. We, we were kind of expecting more from a lot of the players we've been able to bring in. And while we have seen some improvement as a team, we're not seeing what we were hoping for uh, from this squad so far. But again, we have the rest of the season. Our chemistry started to go up. It's all the way up to 85%. And with the roster turnover we saw from last season, it's not too surprising that it's taking a little longer to mesh. We're still outside of the playoff race, unfortunately, and now we've gone on a gigantic losing streak, and it is becoming apparent that for a Wiggins-centric rebuild to to take effect, it is going to take more time than that. We did struggle quite a bit, to say the least. We finished at 34-48, and and we did miss the playoff. The original plan to move on, obviously... I can't go that route. We got we to go further on this. We need to see what it's going to take to get the Wiggins rebuild to at least be a little more successful than just a couple playoff appearances and then getting worse. So uh, I've, we've, we've basically simulated now at this point to the, uh, the next offseason's draft. So we are moving up to our pick now in a year in last year's draft. We did move up a little bit, but we were not able to do that this time. So we're sitting at... Pick number, let's see, number seven or number eight. And we'll see what we're able to do with that pick. Let's see. So we have uh, 14 trade offers. We're sitting in the draft, like I talked about. 14 trade offers. We'll see if anyone's offering much. It looks like we can get a few late first-round picks or future first-round picks, I should say. Uh, Let's see. Trey Jones, actually, we've been offered. uh, The point guard, obviously, Tyus Jones' brother. That's actually not a bad option. And, in fact... I think I might actually end up going that route. We were looking for a nice uh, point guard of the future. Not that Chai's, not, not that Tyus Jones has done a poor job, but I just think that something like that could be a pretty good pickup. And he's uh, he's only 21. He's a 74 overall. It would be for our first round pick, and then we would also give up Adam Fitzgerald. He's a, a good young center we picked up in free agency last off season. So that would be one we'd look at. But we'll also see who's available via the draft, who actually we can ourselves pick up since we are sitting at seven. There's a few decent options, but nothing as good as Trey doesn't look like. So I think that's the out route we're actually going to go. And then we do also still have some other picks in the later first as well as in the second round. But definitely this is going to be the best option so we're going to trade for uh trey jones so now we do have we have two of the ball brothers and we have two of the jones brothers so i mean that's kind of a cool scenario and we do of course have uh that other later pick as well as a second round pick what we'll do is we'll just uh sim ahead to that next pick see if we can get some good options see if uh there's any players to draft or players that we can trade for i think we'll have a few options because sitting at pick number 17 you're still going to get a decent player and again we are using the uh, user created 2021 draft class so yeah 20 offers you do tend to get as especially earlier in the draft you get a lot of offers available to you from some of the computer run teams 
just looking at what they're offering, there's nothing that jumps off the page. Uh, future firsts tend to be a big thing uh, as far as what people are actually offering us. And some former players, players that you know that we used to have have been offered as well. I think in this case, we're going to look to see who we can get as far as prospects are concerned. Uh, one thing for anyone that listens to our show regularly, one thing we do try to do is we've done segments in the past where we try to build a superstar. And so you're trying to grab a player like a Giannis or a Kevin Durant, like that big small forward. That's been something we've definitely targeted in the past. We'll look to see if any of those are available or just see who the best available prospect is. There's not a lot of great options available currently for as far as an overall is concerned. So I think that's what we'll do. We'll look to see if there's any guys that are kind of uh, outside of the, the standard mold of players. So if we look into the small forward position and kind of go over height, we'll see if there's anyone available that kind of fits what we're looking for. Uh, there's a pretty good option, actually. Uh, Craig Christie, 22 years old, six foot eleven, with a 7'6 wingspan. Just 22 years old, and he's one of the the top players available. So it's actually a, a pretty good option. He is a 67 overall, so that's not bad. In fact, we are going to take him. I think that's a pretty good option. So we will draft him, and we do have a second round pick, but we're just going to send to the end of that and move on to uh, the rest of the off season. So we'll see what we're able to do with free agency, which would be next. We were actually pretty fortunate. The computer was able to get some gems in the second round, including a 21-year-old that is a 70 overall and a 19-year-old that is in the, the high 60s, which in the second round, that doesn't always happen. So we were pretty fortunate there. We ended up signing those players just because it gives you some nice depth and some more players that can help contribute down the road, especially since despite the fact that we don't want to be rebuilding at this stage, we unfortunately are because we finished with a, a pretty bad record. So we actually have 17 players currently, so we're going to jump into the trade finder again. We're going to look to move some of our excess pieces that maybe don't fit the long-term plans, such as Juwan Evans and Justin Patton, because we need to get rid of some of the younger talent to see if we can maybe bring in some veterans. Plus, at 17 players, we need to get down to 15 prior to the start of the next season. Most of the offers aren't great, and all all we're really looking for would be some sort of a package based around draft picks if possible future draft picks so far not a lot of great options um ivan rab a player that most people know from uh, the recent drafts might be able to get a first round pick from the pistons and we'll see if that's possible let's see yeah it looks like we're able to get uh, a few first round picks yeah, so we're trading Justin Patton as well as Juwan Evans and a second round pick for a couple firsts. So that's not a bad option, and it frees us up. It gets us down to 15 players, which is exactly what we are looking to do. The only downside is we don't have a lot of we don't have a lot of veterans on the team. So looking at what the roster looks like currently, Devin Booker, Andrew Wiggins, Bam Adebayo, Tyus Jones, Dragon Bender, Troy Brown, Ek Anabogu, Lamelo Ball. Sharif O'Neal, Trey Jones. We have Frederick Jerbeau, Stephen Meyer, Craig Christie, the player we just drafted, and then Maurice Curry. And actually, so the Stephen Meyer and Maurice Curry were the guys that the computer drafted for us in the second round. And they look at least off the stretch to be pretty good prospects and definitely some steals as far as the second round's concerned. 
I think what we'll do is we're just going to keep it as is. We're actually going to skip through free agency and we're going to continue building for the future. Despite the fact that so far we've had less than ideal luck with the Andrew Wiggins centric rebuild here on uh, the 2K all day segment on the Howl on Dash Radio's Nothing in that channel. I do still think we want to stay the course and see if we can get any of this young talent to take that next step, similar to a team like the Celtics currently. Again, we haven't talked about this much on this simulation, but I always remember one of the big keys to getting your team better and getting young players better specifically is going to be in the offseason, the training camps. That's always going to be a, a, a pretty big part of what you're wanting to build. Because what that's going to do is that's going to get guys that have decent pros, uh, decent prospect status uh, higher uh, in terms of the letter grade, and uh, as well as you can actually get some guys that maybe aren't that high up and get them to be higher. So those guys like the second round picks we just got, we could end up making them quite a bit better. In this case, it looks like we're out of user options as far as drafts are concerned, draft classes. So we're going to move on and just have 2K have a, build us a draft class, which for anyone that hasn't done that, they do a great job of really giving you some top-end talent, some sleepers. They really build some nice custom draft classes for you. And so we're about to do the training camp, and then we will jump into next season and go from there and see where we're at at the trade deadline. At the trade deadline, we're sitting at 26 and 28, and we are in that eight seed. That's kind of where we've been consistently throughout most of these simulations. I thought about looking at trade offers, but there wasn't much that we really would look to move on from. And I think at the end of the season, we'll have a better idea of evaluations as far as players are concerned, who we want to keep and who we want to move on from. We do have one thing that's kind of nice, if you're not aware of this, during the season, you have uh, contract extensions. Uh, since we're doing an Andrew Wiggins-centric rebuild, this would be a good idea to offer him a contract, which he does accept. The other guy that is due for a contract is Tyus Jones, and we'll see if we're able to sign him as well, and we are. Neither of those players have progressed the way you'd necessarily want them to. You'd hope Wiggins would be a little better at this stage, but at the same time, it is an Andrew Wiggins-centric rebuild, so he is not going anywhere. And there's part of the fun thing about having a few sets of brothers that I kind of like. We are jumping between the eight seed and like the four seed and the three seed. That's how close a lot of teams in the West are currently. One loss drops you back. One win drops you forward. And it's crazy. Somehow in the end, we ended up finally making the playoffs. But it looks like we did again finish in the eight seed. Funny thing, just like in past simulations, the team that is first is the Carl Anthony Towns-led Suns. So again, we talk about who the most important player on the Wolves is. Long term, it's definitely Carl Anthony Towns. All right, so we'll see what we can get done in this first round, but I'm, I'm guessing we're not going to hold much water to the Carl Anthony Towns-led Suns. Unfortunately, we are down 3-0, and we actually do end up uh, finding a way to get one win. Let's take a look and view at the box score, kind of see who's the guy that's doing big work. Troy Brown and Devin Booker are definitely leading the way. Andrew Wiggins right behind him. You have three huge scorers, but you also have Bam Adebayo with a double-double. 15 points, 13 rebounds. Some nice, nice play from the starters. So if you're wondering what our starters mostly look like, so Troy Brown and Devin Booker and Andrew Wiggins, it's kinda, I think that's the way they have it started. At least that's where the major minutes are going. You also have Bam Adebayo who's getting 29 minutes a game. 
and then EK on a Bogu. Dragon Bender got a lot of minutes, but he's not doing much with him. Same with Tyus Jones. Other than, never mind, nine assists from Tyus Jones and four steals. So you, never mind, you're, you're definitely getting some production out of those guys. Both the Jones brothers actually are contributing enough where you're pretty happy they're on this team. So we're sitting at 3-1. Can we make it 3-2? We cannot. We were eliminated. <laughs> but I do like the, the direction that this team is going a little more than it was currently. NBA champions end up being the Steven Adams-led Bulls. Steven Adams wins finals MVP. So that's kind of cool. So again, we'll move into the offseason. I think we'll at least do one or two more seasons just to see if we can really ride this ship before we finish up this uh, 2K segment. So it is NBA draft time. We did decide before that, though, uh, to move on from Mike D'Antoni. I just don't feel he's gotten the job done with the current crop of players that we have. We did have some other staffs to bring in. We brought in the top trainer, top head scout, and top assistant coach. The The coach we ended up bringing in was uh, Stoffer, who's a pretty good coach for anyone doing simulations long term. He's a guy you can look to bring in that has been pretty successful in my experience when we're doing these simulations. We are the draft now. We do have a number of draft picks because of a future or because of past trades that we've done. Given how young our team already is, though, we might look to trade some of these picks for future picks, or we might try to trade for some talent that's already ready to go. One trade we've been offered is two future first round picks for the pick that we have, which is pick 13. I think just given how young our team is, it's going to be tough to really keep grabbing draft picks. So I think we're going to do the trade that gets us some future picks. At a certain point, and anyone that follows the NBA would know this, you can be too young. Uh, I'm not going to say that's a common problem, but it does happen. So we're trading a first-round pick and a second-round pick for two future firsts. So that's going to set us up nice long-term. And we do still have some other other first-round picks, and I think we'll probably look to move those as well if we can. Because I don't think the players that are going to be available at those spots are not going to be great. Although, uh, shout-out to 2K. (laughs) Shooting guard went to the Sixers just now. Brian McKnight, which I think is uh, pretty good as far as names are concerned. Uh, next pick, we did get uh, 10 trade offers for it. That's the, let's see, the 18th pick. So we'll see if anyone's able to give us a decent haul. Maybe two first round, two future first-round picks, and it looks like, yep, we can do that. We're able to trade our two first-round picks for two future picks, which is actually a pretty good haul depending on uh, how those drafts work out, but we're just a little too young at this point. So it's good to move on from the picks that we have currently and find something that's going to be able to help us in the future instead because so far the, the young players that we have, while they have improved somewhat, I think the lack of veterans has hurt us a bit. We do still have one more draft pick to go here at pick 30. At pick 30, you're not going to get a ton of good options. In many cases, you just get offered future second-round picks, but I'm actually okay with that just because you're still getting value later on in the simulations. So that's what we're going to end up doing. So we've made that, and that ends the draft. We'll move on now to uh, free agency, and then we'll come back uh, next season and see where we're at. All right, and we are finally where we want to be. We're sitting at second in the West in this trade, or at the trade deadline, 38-20. and 20. The team is absolutely dominating right now. So apparently the answer to a 
Andrew Wiggins rebuild is not only Devin Booker, but it's the Ball brothers and it's the Jones brothers. So this is actually kind of a cool scenario we've got going here, and we look really good. I will say this though, at 38 and 20, that's pretty good. The Spurs though, 47 and 12. So despite the fact that we look really good, you're definitely seeing some of these other teams looking even better. But still very pleased to be sitting at second in the West. It's about time. We've kind of kind of come a long way, I guess you could say. We, we really seemed to struggle prior to this season. So it's nice to actually get our team uh, looking a little better. So we're going to go ahead and simulate the rest of the season, see where this team can finish. Hopefully they can go on a run in the playoffs. It'll make a big difference if we're not stuck playing the number one team overall like we have in the past. Let's see, going forward, we're still, we're still looking pretty good. We're uh, solid at the second spot. What's helped us this season is we haven't had a lot of long losing streaks. It's been pretty consistently winning and, and winning streaks. So not losing a ton of games. We end up finishing the season looking pretty good. We are, let's see, 52 and 30. We're sitting third in the West. We end up, we're going to be playing the Oklahoma City Thunder, it looks like. Yep. So let's see if we can make it past the first round for the first time in this simulation here. All right, we're up 1-0-2-0-2-1-3-1 and 4-1. So we do end up winning that series, and we're the first team to move on to the second round so far. All right, moving on to the second round. It looks like we're taking on, oh, of course, uh, Carl Towns and the Phoenix Suns. So this is going to be a tough matchup. All right, so the Phoenix Suns are up 1-0 on us. Uh, we tied up 1-1, which is a nice nice start. At least we're competitive. Now we're down 2-1. This has definitely been one of our arch rivals in this simulation. Now we're down 3-1. Oh, this is not looking good. 3-2. All right, we still got a shot. Let's take a look and see how the Wolves are doing box score-wise. Who's our big leader? For them, they've got Carl Towns. They do have Jimmy Butler, uh, Josh Jackson, Lonnie Walker. They've got some really nice pieces. Looking at us, LaMelo Ball's been pretty solid. Troy Brown. You're getting some nice contributions finally from Dragon Bender. Definitely, oof. See, part of the problem we're running into is Carl Towns is destroying Bam out of bio. Two points, ten rebounds for Bam. It's got you, you got to be better than that. You're a starting center. You're playing more minutes than almost anybody. We definitely need more from you than that. Let's see if we can even it up at three games apiece. We do get eliminated, unfortunately, but that's not bad. We're definitely improving and we're on the right track. We're definitely going to have to come back to this at a later date. Again, you've been listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This is our 2K All Day segment here on the Howl. Uh, Coming up on quarter four, we have Howl Hardwood History, followed by Can Kevin Cousy. But before then, listen to some more music here on the Howl. Quarter four of the Howl here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel, the game shown that is internationally known, Can Kevin Cousy. For those that don't know how to play, Rob Hess, uh, sitting over here to my left, has a list of players and five clues per player. Usually, each clue is easier than the last. And uh, if Aaron or I think we know it, we use our names as our buzzers to ring in. If we're right, we get a point. If we're wrong, we are out for the remainder of that player. Uh, there's themes, bonus points, everything. Uh, we've got our nice giant scoreboard over in the corner now. But uh, Rob, take it away. Yep. So this week we are. It is a bit of a, a draft themed 
in honor of the draft coming up soon and in honor of all the draft coverage we have on this week's episode. So uh, we're also going to do streaks like we did last week. I thought that was kind of fun. So the way it works is we do, do have one bonus, so one theme, and it's something all these players have in common. And then after you've picked the player, you can take a guess at what pick number he was, and that's kind of how we tried the draft in. So, you know, if the person was pick number 15 or something, you could say, oh, yeah, he was 15, you get an extra point. Okay. I like it. All right, so let's get it started off with number one, the 2017 draft. A point guard. Washington and Philly. Aaron. Kevin. Aaron. Five, four, three. Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz is correct. I get to guess at the pick? You do. One. Number one is correct. So Aaron is out to uh, a 2 Starting us out with a lead. toughie there, Rob. Right? Number one, <laughs> pick one. Number two, 2016 draft. A big man. Duke and Philly. Kevin. Rob. Says Kevin. <laughs> Jaleel Okafor? Jaleel Okafor is correct. What pick was he? He went, uh, oh gosh. <laughs> Take a second. Second? Aaron? He, w- he did go second because it was a debate over him and Kat. Nope, he went third. Oh, what? that's right. D-Ross yep. went second. Yep. Oh. Yep, he dropped. That's what I was trying to, that's My what bad. I was trying, yep. I was trying to remember. My bad. Yep, he, sh- yep, he probably I jumped on the Kevin train and. He probably should have gone on drafting at this stage. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, number three, the 2015 draft. A power forward. Wisconsin and the Hornets. Aaron. Kevin. Aaron. Five. Frank Kaminsky. That is correct. The third. And what was his uh, draft number? Ten. Twelve. Number nine. I was going to say nine. nine. Frank the Tank. So far, no one's getting any streaks. It's just every other. Oh, we got the... No, Aaron's on a streak. Yeah. Aaron's gotten three Oh, that's right, because he did get Julio Okafor. He didn't get the number. That's what it was. Yep, so it's 4-1. Uh, Kevin is losing, unfortunately. It's Kevin, okay. For it's right early. Now. It's early. If it's anything like last week, I'm not scared. Yeah, I can fold up like a lawn chair with the best of them. <laughs> All right, so number four, the 2015 draft. A small forward. Duke and the Heat. Kevin. Kevin. Justice Winslow. Justice Winslow. I'm going to go with uh, seven. Aaron? Five. He was pick 10. 10. Okay. I'm glad to break the streak. Number five, 2016 draft. A guard. Providence and the Warriors. Kevin. Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn. Let's see. He was taken so sixth. Five. Five is correct. Ah. So Kevin does get two for the streak, but Aaron gets the steal on right. the bonus. That's fine. Are we still calling it the intelligence multiplier? Yeah, I like yes. that. I like that. <laughs> I think that's sticking, right? Yeah, yeah I, I like, like that. that's good. All right, number six. The 2015 draft. A point guard. No college. The Nuggets. Kevin. Aaron. That was super close. That was me for I sure. Think it was. No, I, I do think it was uh, Aaron. I do think it was Aaron. Emmanuel Moutier. Emmanuel Moutier. He ends the streak. What is uh, the number? Oh, man. Where did he go? Ten. Kevin? Seven. Seven is correct. Yeah. Next one. 
Number seven. 2014 draft. A guard. No college. The Jazz. Aaron. Aaron. Dante Exum. Dante Exum is correct. Is that two in a row? Yeah. Multiplier. Ding. Ding. What uh, pick was he? Exum was six. Kevin? 14. He was fifth. 14. Uh, Exum was huge. Yeah, he was big time. All right, number eight. 2014 draft. A shooting guard. Michigan and the Kings. Kevin. Aaron. Kevin. Oh, Five. God. Four. Three. Two. One. Eh. Is it that there's no more hints? There's more hints. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the Nets. Uh, that doesn't. N S. Aaron. Aaron. Nick Stauskas. Nick Stauskas. Yeah. Nick Stauskas is correct. And that is. Uh, is that three in a row? It's an intelligent multiplier for it sure. It is. Three in a row. When was uh, when was he drafted? Well, you said 2014. No, I mean what number? Oh, what pick? Boy, what was he? Why, why do I want to keep saying tenth? I don't know. Say tenth then. I might. Hold on one second. Gotta dig deep into my draft brain. What was the Kings? It actually probably would have been a little bit higher, maybe. Eighth. That is correct. Oh, good, good job. Good stand Way to in the work dark. through that, Aaron. Way to work <laughs> through it, Aaron. <laughs> Number nine, the 2014 draft. Okay. A power forward. Indiana and the Hornets. Aaron. Aaron. Five, four. Oh, no. Three, two. Sorry. One. My and bad. The Bulls. NV. No offense, Kevin. I don't think you're going to get it. You well, should. Is that, is that the last? Yeah, NV. Those are just, those are something. <laughs> Not like five. Rob envies. Or if you don't something. guess, he can't get back in. Just remember that. Three, two, one. Uh-uh. I'm just going to say it for fun. It's yeah. Noah Vonley. Noah Vonley. I told. Oh yeah, good old Noah Vonley. <laughs> All right, so uh, what's it's like the... when I when I buzz in and he instantly goes five, four. My my brain's like countdown, countdown, and I just like <laughs> lose track. Oh man. What okay. uh, what it goes to you, Noah Vonley. Would have been ninth. Ninth is correct. Ding, ding, ding. Let's see. That would have been... Uh, Apparently, I know Space Jam, Olympic team, Dream Team, and Draft. Unfortunately, since you didn't get that one, the streak is over. Yeah, that's okay. That's right, though. You're, you're, it's a 14-5. You know what I always say, Rob? Where one streak ends, another begins. Well, there you go. See? 14-5 on Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. This is the Howell Quarter 4. Can Kevin Cousy? So far, he cannot. Number 10, 2014 draft. Oh, he's going heavy on the 14 draft. A point guard. Come on, Kevin. We were at the draft party together. Louisiana Lafayette. The Magic. Aaron. Aaron. Five. Alfred Payton. That is correct. What pick was he? Five. Kevin? Six. Ten. See? That would have been the time for you to pick ten, Aaron. I know. Well, you want to know what? It crossed my mind. I go, no, 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 no. All right. This next one's super easy, so everyone pay attention. The 2013 draft. Okay. A power forward. Nevada and the Cavs. The Nets. A B. Aaron. Aaron. Five. 
four. Anthony Bennett. Anthony Bennett is correct. That's two in a row for a intelligence <laughs> multiplier. <laughs> Hashtag intelligence multiplier. What, what, what pick was he? Number one. Number one is correct. 18-5. Lot, you got a lot of game left, though, Kevin. Number 12. The twenty third. Okay, can I hold on? I got to pump the brakes there. Whenever we bring up Anthony Bennett. Pump him up. I mean, really. How shocking was that pick? I remember at the time, everybody, you were there with me, Kevin. We, everybody was like, huh? I, I remember mean, it was thinking like, it wasn't skirt. a good draft, but like, come on. It wasn't so bad that he should have gone number one. I will not, I will never forget this because when everybody like, what the heck? And then uh, they came on the TV and they're talking, trying to make him feel like he was going to be like Larry Johnson. And, you know, part of me is kind of thinking, boy, did the Cavs know something that we don't know? Like, you know, you're looking at some of the movies he's doing. Maybe it's Larry Johnson. Maybe it's not. And then. Although I take that back. I shouldn't say it was a bad draft because 2013 we're talking, you know, Shabazz. We're talking McCollum. Giannis. We're talking Giannis. We're talking a lot of good players. But the top 10 anyways mm-hmm. was a little, a little rough. Shaky. Number 12, the 2013 draft. A center. Indiana, the Hornets. Hmm. Hornets. CZ. Aaron. Aaron. Cody Zeller. Cody Zeller. Did you have that one, Kev? Mm-hmm. Right at the end? He did at yeah. the last second. It was throwing me it. off, too. That's a, that's a, a, that's a, what do you call it? That's three in a row. Intelligence multiplier. Intelligence multiplier. And that team, if I'm not mistaken, that was a fun game because that was when the Gophers knocked off Indiana when they were number one with that team. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. It was an amazing game. Well, anyways, I digress. What uh, what pick was he? Zeller. (laughs) Feels like number 10 again. It's typically where the Hornets fall. I'm going to go ninth. Kevin? I'm going to go with Aaron's pick just to spite him. The 10 spot? Four. He's fourth. Wow. Remember, guys, there is a bonus. All these players have something in in common. Oh. I haven't been thinking about that at all. I'm still stuck on Emmanuel Moutier. So. <laughs> 13. The 2013 draft. Shooting guard. Shooting guard in 2013. Kansas and the Kings. Aaron. Five. Ben McLemore. That is correct. And that is four. <laughs> what are we talking for pick number? Ben McLemore. He was up there. Probably would have been five. Kev? Seven? Seven's correct. Nice. Nicely done. He's trying to get back in it. I knew he was I knew he was right in that right in that area. Alright, fourteen. Hold on, pumping the brakes again. All right. How many lottery picks have the Kings had and just it's it's ridiculous. Of Too all many. the ones that have teams that have had bad draft luck. I will say this year, well, is it really luck though if you just draft poorly? You know True. what I mean? I, I wasn't a huge Ben McLemore fan, but I guess at seven, I thought he'd be pretty good. Yes. At seven, I was like, all right, that's a good pick. That's a solid well, especially pick. Especially compared to what, at the time, we thought was left on the table. You know, I remember Ben going, you know, in you know halfway through the season, you know, the people are talking, like, top three. A lot of Wolves fans really wanted him, and I was not on board, except for if he had fallen to us, I'd be like, yeah, sure, of course you'd take him there. Yeah. But regardless. Anyways. 14, the 2013 draft. Hmm. A point guard. Michigan and the Wolves. 
The Knicks. Aaron. Aaron. Glenn Robinson the third. Incorrect. Oh. So I don't know if you heard that, Kevin. The Knicks. Mm-hmm. T B. Five, four, three, two, one. And Trey Burke. Oh man. T B. Right. He's, he's kind of having a resurgence in, in uh, Brooklyn. He played some good basketball finally. He's had some. So he's, been he's nice to see him put it together. He's started to see a little, a little more. Too bad he's getting old now. All right, 15. Oh, we didn't guess draft position. Oh, that's true. Trey Burke. I'm going to say 13. Trey Burke. What's the 15. guess? 15. Ninth. Oh. We drafted him. I remember. And we traded him for 13 and 21. That's well, there you go. I took the median between the two, and I thought, True. there it was. All right, 15, the 2012 draft. Oh, boy. Now we're getting deep. Buckle up, Kevin. A small forward. Kentucky and the Bobcats. Hornets. Aaron. Aaron. Oh God, what is Five. What is his name? Four. Three. Michael killed Giltress. Michael Kidd Giltress. Incorrect. I can't. Say it three times. Correct. What? Kevin. Yeah. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. That's correct. I couldn't. You said some weird version of his name. You said Giltress. Yeah. Gil- I couldn't. Gilchrist. I couldn't give that to you. You're you out of your mind. I couldn't Dude, give you that said to you. Giltress. You guys are out of. I your even mind. gave you a All second right. attempt okay. at trying to get it. Okay. All right. I see what's going on here. This is about the time when this happens. <laughs> you are, well, we can we can stop the audio and listen to your answer. And, and in fact, we'll probably play yeah. it back for years and, to come and review it because <laughs> you said Giltress. Gilchrist. Whatever. Okay. Well, um, what is the uh, number, Kevin? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, eight. Three. Nope, two. He was drafted second. All right, so moving on, we have number 16. 2012 draft. A power forward. Kansas and the Kings. Kevin? Kevin. Willie Cauley-Stein? Incorrect. The Lakers. T R. T R. Five, four, three, two. Uh, one. I'm drawing a blank. Thomas Robinson. Yes. He'll kick the can around the room there. Yeah, right. Well, I really thought he was going to be something too. That guy was a beast. A lot of people did. What? Uh, what's your guess for? Uh, I know this number. one for certain. Five. Five is correct. Boom, boom. Next one, number 17. 2012 draft. A guard. Duke and the Hornets. Clippers. Aaron. Aaron. Five, four, Duke and the Hornets. Three, two. Eric Bledsoe. Incorrect. Clippers. A-R. Kevin. Kevin. Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers is correct. I had Kimball Walker stuck in my head for a second there. And, yep. And then I panicked and screamed Want to go ninth? Austin Rivers? Mm-hmm. 16. 10. Woo! He was 10th. He was a stud coming out of high school. He was fantastic. He, he was. was like a, yeah, number one player in the country. Mm-hmm. 
yep. it was kind of like a really a big buzz at the time. You know, social media was kicking up, and that was I was surprised was that he ended up being as. I mean, he's he's starting to come around a little bit, but not what you expected. You expected more of him. Yeah, I think that just goes to show you the, how hard it is to mm. win in the NBA, being Agreed. just a smaller guard. Yeah, I think it makes yeah, a athletically, I think he's gotten much better, which has helped his game. 26 to 8, Aaron is up. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Quarter four of the Howl. Can Kevin Cousy? 18. 2011 draft. A power forward. No college. The Wizards. Hmm. Nuggets. Aaron. Aaron. Five, four, three. I was going to say Kevin Freed, but uh, uh, he nope. played college. So. Warhead State. Yep. yep. JV Kevin Kevin Jan Vesely Jan Vesely is correct And I'm going to give you An extra point for Saying his name correct Way to dig deep Kevin Plus the bonus multiplier Intelligence multiplier That's right You do get an extra one Adding them up What's the number uh, Jan Vesely was like I'm going to go six That is correct That's what I was going to say Nice job Ding 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 He's making a comeback (laughs) Nineteen the 2011 draft. Remember, there is a bonus available, guys. It's all all these players have in common. Nobody knows the bonus. Guard. Kentucky. The Pistons. Suns. Aaron. Kevin. Aaron. Five, four, three, uh, two, one. So he gets that countdown and he throws it on my head. BK. Kevin. Kevin. Brandon Knight. That is correct. I and the multiplier. Him. Get some three. Uh-oh. Where was he drafted? Go seven. Brandon Knight was. What's the guess? Six. Eight. Okay. Can I take a guess at the theme? I was just gonna do that. Sure. Is the position in the like the order like their jersey number? No, no, it is not. Okay. Is this a player selected one after the Wolves selected? No, it is okay. not. Both good guesses though. I had no premise for that. I just shot in the dark. It does have something to do with the draft. No that, kidding. Alright, number twenty. Twenty eleven draft. A guard. BYU and the Bucks. Aaron. Aaron. Jimmer Fredette. Jimmer Fredette. I stared Kevin down to try to mind mouth. I thought, well, I I thought, I don't know why, but I had Jimmer and the Kings. Well, yeah, he was there too. I know. I just. He was sort of took a page out of the Thomas Robinson playbook of teams. He was technically drafted by the Bucks. Tenth. Tenth overall by the Bucks. That's correct. 28 15 is the score. You got to chip in a chair, though, Kev. 21, 2010 draft. Power forward, center. Baylor and the Warriors. The Jazz. Kevin? Kevin. Ah, shoot. No, I don't think that's right. Festus Azili. Incorrect. Oh, that was a good one. EU. Oh, my God. Five, four. I don't know. I'm scared to guess. Two, one. Ekpe Udo. Ekpe Udo. That's who I was going to guess. So, Kev, since you knew, you get to guess first for the bonus. Where was he drafted? Oh, he's so mad he threw his phone just now. (laughs) 14? Ekpe. 10. Six. Oh, my goodness. They jumped out the building for that one. Ekpe Udo. Really did. 22. 2010 draft. A wing. 
Syracuse and the Wolves. Aaron. Aaron. Wesley Johnson. Wesley Johnson. Fourth overall. Fourth overall is correct. That is two points. 30-15. Doubled Still up. Chip in a chair, this, though. This is right when I lost it last time. Yep, it is. <laughs> I had Kevin doubled up and she All right, Kevin, all I need over. you to bring your A game now. Let's make it close. Or win. Or or lose by a lot. Whatever you want to do. Or your phone. <laughs> Who cares? 23. The 2009 draft. A center. Yukon and the Grizzlies. Aaron. Aaron. Five. Hashim Thabit. That is correct. That is two points. Where was he drafted? Third overall. Kevin? Second. Second is correct. He was. I screwed up. Harden, right? So ridiculous. He went second. So ridiculous. All right, 24. The 2009 draft. A that, point guard. I try to shut out the 2009 draft, by the way. But Who doesn't? <laughs> okay. For this reason. Syracuse and the Wolves. Aaron. That was Aaron. Johnny Flynn. Johnny Flynn. Juani Flynn. That gets him three. And he was pick number six. That is correct. That is. 36-16 on Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. Again, the howl. Can Kevin Cousy? So far, he cannot. Mm. But Chip Rob chair, does though. have a pretty sick Tables hat on tonight. and a chair, right? Yeah, right? buddy. Jordan said the same thing. You're welcome. Yep. You wish. You're just jealous. I, I sent first. this. I sent a hat to you. <laughs> it's true. You did. You did. Although lids is where I actually got it. So, twenty-five, the two thousand nine draft. Oh, come on. Power forward center. Okay. Arizona and the Knicks. The Wolves. Hmm. J H. Aaron. Aaron. Five. Four. Justin Hamilton. Three. Nope. LSU. Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> ah. Five, four, G-H. three, two, one. And John Hancock. Jordan Hill. Oh, yeah. All right. The Aaron for the bonus. Jordan Hill. Let's go 10. 10's a great number. Kevin? 12. Eight. Is yeah. the theme that all the questions are set the exact same way? They are set the exact same way. That is not the theme, though. Damn. They are set that way, but that, I, wasn't, I wasn't offering bonus points for that. I'd hope not. Well, sometimes you get a little yep. sneaky with your, like, yeah, oh, yeah, the, the, tonight's, tonight's, bonus theme, tonight's bonus theme is that none of these players have anything in common. They're all formatted the same. There's different, I would accept, like, basic answers, too, but no one's, no one's come up with uh, anything even close. It's going descending order from current drafts to past drafts? It but, is doing that, but that's not the, that's not the theme either. Because all these players have something in common. It's what all these players have in common. 26, the 2009 draft. A point guard. No college. The Bucks. The Bucks. Aaron. Aaron. Five. Brandon Jennings. Brandon Jennings is correct. All Tenth. of these players have more rings than the Timberwolves. Tenth is correct. All right, the theme is all these players were drafted after the Wolves pick. Incorrect. Didn't I already guess that? I believe you did. Okay. All of these players. But don't worry, you can't be more, more incorrect. You're just not correct. Thank you. What, you, what was your guess? <laughs> all of these players have more rings than the Timberwolves. A lot of these players actually have associations with the Wolves, but that's not the theme either. 27, 2008 draft. Okay. Forward. 
Kansas State Aaron. and the Heat. Aaron. Michael Beasley. That is correct. 40 to 16. It's going to be tough. <laughs> uh, where what, what was he drafted? Second. That is correct again. 28. The 2008 draft. A guard. USC and the Wolves. The Bucks. OJM. Aaron. Kevin. Aaron. Sorry. Don't apologize. Okay, okay. I'm just run, trying to be nice. Run, run the floor with me. Rub yeah. it in. OJ Mail. Pew, pew, pew. Multiply. Rub it in. <laughs> rub it in. Rub it in. What was he picked? OJ Mail. Let's see. They swapped with Caleb. Mail was before Caleb. He put that over pi r squared. And <laughs> Mail would Radius have been. Radius times the circumference. Yeah, it would have been. I'll give you a hint. Not 20th. Five. Kevin? Seven. Third. Yeah. Third. See, I forgot to carry the two, and see, that threw me off. Dang These it. next two players could give away the theme. If I mean, I, th- I feel like it already should have, but these next players probably should. Wink, wink, Kevin. 29. Kevin. 2008 draft. Small forward. West Virginia and the Bucks. Bulls. Hmm. J-A I can't Five, think of his name I can see four, him 3 2 1 eh, What is it? Joe Alexander Yeah Real athletic Yeah I mm-hmm. remember him He was picked uh, 5 Kevin Where was he picked? 8 8 is correct Yeah I knew it was high Ah And the last one Number 30 The 2007 draft a center. Ohio State and the Blazers. Kevin. Kevin. Greg Oden. Greg Oden. What was? Where was he picked? First. First is correct. Nice job. No guesses at the theme. It, I mean, it's not going to give anyone a win or a loss. At I know. Stage. I really don't know. I so like. I guess they were selected after a Wolves pick. And I could say before, but Odin was one. So I mean, I don't know. My concept is lost. These are all, first of all, these are all top ten picks. Yeah, if that helps. Yeah, I noticed that. No That's guesses. It? No guesses. It's top ten picks. Well, no. That <laughs> <laughs> I like that though. No guesses. Let's let's talk it out, Kevin. You got any logic on this one here? I honestly have zero clue. Joe goes. Alexander, Greg Odin. Just Jordan Hill, Johnny Flynn, Hashim Thabit. They're all bus. Correct. Although I, I was, my point was just bad players. Uh, like at times, you know, Brandon Jennings plays pretty good. You know, at times, Wes Johnson's had a productive career. I don't know if I'd call him a bust, but none of these players should have been drafted uh, in the top ten. So me, that's it. <laughs> That makes sense because, like, I'd stop and, like, break down, like, how bad they've been when there playing. Were, I mean, there were a number of players Draws that you like, guys God, didn't know, could, and, yeah. and, like, that should tell you everything you know about these guys. Yeah. Top ten picks, then you're, like, can't think of the guy's uh, name. Oh, Rob made us actually think on one pretty deep there. Yeah. I like it. So there you go. All right. Space Jam. Final was Dream Team 44 draft. 19. There well, is. that, that kind of makes up for what I did to him uh, <laughs> last week. The Panic Room? 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Jeez, Louise. Well, that's gonna that's gonna wrap it up for this week of the Howl. Again, you can turn tune in to listen to us Wednesdays from two to five p.m. Central. Saturdays from ten a.m. to one p.m. Central time. You can find us on Twitter at the Howl Radio, uh, and that's also how you search us to find us on Podium, iTunes, everything else, social media, and to get uh, uh, episodes downloaded if you missed us. Until next week, for Rob, for Aaron, and myself, again, thank you so much for listening to this week's edition of The Howl. And until next time, let me get a howl. That wraps it up for this week's second half show. Tune in next week for another edition of The Howl. Remember, if you missed the first half show, you can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere great podcasts are found. You can listen to us on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel, Wednesdays from 2 to 5 p.m. and Saturdays from 10 to 1 central. Nice job to not say the on you put there. You added that on and you skipped it, which I was like, I was waiting for you to say it. I was going to be like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>